You are listening to You Heard It Here Second, Episode 2, brought to you by nobody because we still don't have any sponsors. The podcast is produced every Monday night and airs every Tuesday morning. Show notes, fan polls, full episodes, and our iTunes link can be found at our website, DerekAndSteve.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. Glad you came back. I can't believe you came back. You're actually back here listening to us again. I'm surprised. So welcome to, you heard it here, second episode two. I'm Derek. This is Steve. And we are back for a second episode. Hopefully we can continue going with some more episodes, but at least for now, we're on our second already. This is the second episode, and I had this conversation with Derek. It's This episode, I feel, will be our greatest it episode It might yet. be our best one yet. It's We've improved a lot. We've, we've worked out in the off-season. We have some some things coming at you that I think you're really going to like. Reviewed all of our tape last last week and... Uh, improved Derek's one, technique a bit. Improved my technique a lot. We had to, we had to improve had a lot to of that. Do some vocal coaching. Um, do a lot um, of vocal coaching. But a I lot think of that stuff. Uh, he's he's prepped and ready to go this week. I'm ready to go. I think uh, as best as I can be. So we'll see how this one goes. But hopefully, uh, I am more prepared to be a podcaster this week because I certainly wasn't last week. And uh, we you can really only hope. The show. Fingers crossed. So here we are. Uh, as always, we will start with the opening kickoff. As you guys are well familiar with our show format by now. So, so familiar. So the opening kickoff today is. Uh, you know, we're going to do the opening kickoff and then I'll tell everybody what's coming up later in the show. So let's start. We got a lot of stuff planned yes, for today. Correct. So first, let's kick the ball off. Steve, You're we have something that relates from last week, which yes. was our is a hot dog a sandwich question. And you have a definitive answer. You have I a definitive have answer definitive from the authority on this topic. From the authority. So uh, for those of you who don't know, last week the question was, is a hot dog a sandwich? We got a lot of good responses, a lot of different hot takes on the hot dog. Um, and here's the official response um, from the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council to the question, is a hot dog a sandwich? The controversy is over. Quote, limiting the hot dog's significance by saying it's just a sandwich is like calling the Dalai Lama just a guy. Perhaps at one time its importance could be limited by forcing it into a larger sandwich category. <laughs> In parentheses, no disrespect to Rubens and others. <laughs> but that time has passed. We therefore choose to take a cue from a great performer and declare our namesake to be a hot dog formerly known as a sandwich. That is a an official press release. That is as legit as it gets. By a human being and someone who actually is the president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. He gets paid a lot of money to... I doubt that. Or, uh, enough Some money. money. And relative to his job, and not, yes. a lot of money. Any amount of to money. To be the authority on hot dogs and sausages. Any amount of money. I used to think that was you, but apparently it's this person. It's... it's <laughs> hey... I am no longer the sausage expert. So uh, that's the official answer. And the good news for most of our fans out there is that an overwhelming majority of you voted that a hot dog was not a sandwich on our website, DerekAndSteve.com. Shameless plug. It's It was a great vote, and everybody seemed to be unanimous that a hot dog wasn't a sandwich, and they've been proven right, which I think might have actually, that release might have come out right around the time mm-hmm. that we did that, and maybe even before, but we didn't discover it, and it is here now, and... This release makes it official. It's yep. uh, hot dog is not a sandwich. So, those of you arguing the contrary, if there were any of you out there, sadly you were wrong. And and the last point on this is that the answer is obvious. When you ask someone is a hot dog a sandwich, the answer is no. Everyone's answer is no. And then you're like, well, explain yourself. And then they say, 
uh, uh, mm, this, that, and the other, and they don't really know what they're saying. That's the fun part of the question. Right. The answer is obviously no, it's not a sandwich. Um, if you're the one person who said yes, it's a sandwich, you're a crazy person. <laughs> Stop listening to our podcast and go to a mental institution. I would actually prefer you continue to listen, but you are crazy and maybe listen from the mental institution. So Okay, I can do uh, it. So hot dog, not a sandwich. That's our opening kickoff. We can move on from that. That has been settled. Uh, we might have some people speaking on that later in the show. So, no. No, uh, please, no. so the show today is action-packed for you. So uh, let me get to the two main features of the show that are not just Steve and I, because Steve and I are boring and you guys no, don't no, like no, listening no, no, to no. us. I'm boring. Steve, boring. Steve's exciting. I'm excited. So uh, our first special segment today will be uh, Steve's funeral, which will be <laughs> happening in quarter two, uh, which, is a, which will be a rap battle between Steve and I. Uh, that I think you guys will enjoy. Also known um, as a cipher, for those of you who've ever watched 8 Mile. <laughs> so uh, that will be exciting, and you absolutely cannot tune out until you hear that one. Uh, there's, but le- there's legit recorded raps. There's, Yeah, there's, uh, when I say rap battle, I mean a, a rap battle between there Steve and I. There is rap music, and there is... Rap music by us. By one ra- one rapper, who is myself, and, and one... And, and an even better rapper, who is me, down, who will be rapping Derek. at the kid who thinks that he's a better rapper. So... Uh, so that's happening in quarter two, and I wish I could tell you you could tune out after that, but I cannot because mm. in quarter three, we have our first uh, special guest of the podcast career, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chef Bob from the South End uh, also goes by Rachel, and it's actually her birthday today when you're listening hey, to this podcast. So happy birthday. Uh, you can go offline and you can wish her a happy birthday, uh, but she will today be breaking as down. In- Today is in Tuesday. As oh, in Tuesday. Tuesday. When you're listening. When you're okay. listening. When yeah. you are listening. Right so now. as in Tuesday. Um, and you can uh, go ahead and do that. And she is going to give you all of the insider tips on which holiday treats will be having breakout seasons uh, on the first ever edition of Snack Center uh, on You Heard It Here Second. So that will be phenomenal. Uh, those are quarters two and three. And, and that's a that's a play on Sports Center for those of you it is, who it haven't is. picked that up yet. <laughs> it is. And, and a lot of people probably didn't pick that up, actually. People I was teasing this to didn't pick it up right away. Uh, quarter one, we'll talk about our major sports stories like we usually do. And quarter four, we will end with our local topics the way that we usually do. So uh, without further ado, let's jump into quarter one. And I think uh, one thing we were saying, we're going to keep it more concise this time, Steve. So let's hammer out our points and make sure that we're concise and we won't ramble like we I'll did last week. I'll make sure that we you don't ramble. Bit. I'll, I'll keep you concise, and I'll make sure your points are well well documented, and then Perfect. we can move on from your points. Perfect. Sounds your points good. are done. Perfect. My, my, my points don't even, they're not even sharp. Uh, <laughs> so who will lose first, Carolina Panthers or the Golden State Warriors? This is our first topic, and it's a variation of last week's episode uh, with the Warriors versus the Sixers, which we both happen to get right as the Sixers have finally won a game against the struggling Kobe Bryant. It's funny how all, all of our topics last week came to one, and the Sixers beat Kobe. So... Who will lose first this time? It's the Carolina Panthers, who only play once a week, Steve, against the Golden State Warriors, who play, as you know, a few times a week. So, I, I had a strong take last week. Let me start off by saying Kobe Bryant is confusingly the best and the worst thing that's ever happened to basketball this year, and I love it and hate it. Um, Perfect. So, it is an interesting question, um, because last week I said that the Golden State Warriors were going to go undefeated. You did say that, yes. Which I still strongly believe... <laughs> Uh, but I, but I now I know that you are attending the Celtics Correct. Warriors game on Friday, and we, they have one game to beat, one game to play against the Pacers tonight. If you're listening tonight, Tuesday night, Tuesday night to stay undefeated, so Derek and whoever else is going can see an undefeated team play a very below average uh, four white guys on the floor Celtics team, ninth power ranked in the NBA. Well, by not by me. Um, so. I was going to say that they're going to go undefeated, but that perfect storm of you watching an undefeated 
<laughs> actually, I was gonna say they're gonna lose to the Pacers, but I want them to be undefeated. <laughs> they're gonna go undefeated. They're gonna win. They're gonna win uh, the national championship or whatever we're calling yep. it, the NBA championship. Um, we'll call it the NBA championship. We'll Let's call it that. That's what we'll call it. Um, I, I honestly think they they might lose less than ten games this year. Oh, I agree. I, I don't agree. think they'll lose to the Pacers. They'll murder the Celtics. I'm gonna. Um, I, I I mean I couldn't pick you the team that they lose to. It's gonna be a random. It's gonna be a random team because Steph Curry like I don't know sits in the fourth quarter and a team comes back and, and Steph doesn't hit three threes in the in the final seconds. Um, but I, I honestly think they'll lose less than ten games, and I think the Panthers will lose first. I agree that they will lose less than ten games. I will explain to you why the Warriors are going to lose before the Panthers. I'll explain that to you in the final drive. I'll give you a hint. Oh. It's because the Warriors will lose before the Panthers next play. Um, so that's kind of a defaulted <laughs> answer. So okay. I'll give you the details of that uh, in my final drive. My final drive is about that today. I'll explain to the fans why that's going to happen. Uh, so I have nothing else to add on that. The Warriors are going to lose before the Panthers will. So anything else on that topic before we move to the next one? Nope, you're done. All right, perfect. Major NFL topics. I'll let you start because I uh, am pretty sad about this one. So go ahead. I would love to start with this one, Derek. So the Patriots have lost two in a row. The Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Bucks, are storming. Jameis looks good. Uh, Panthers survive another. There's some good, strong, uh, fun topics. I think Johnny Manziel is going to get another start. There's some fun topics in the NFL finally, um, and also Super Bowl predictions. So I'll let you talk about the Patriots losing two in a row. I'll have something quick to say after. I and will. Then we'll move the on. Patriots have lost two games in a row for the first time in three seasons. It sounds uh, strange saying that. It's It's been unprecedented, but it's, ha- it's crumbling before our eyes, at least right now. Um, I'm not concerned about it. A lot of people are very concerned about it. Um, I think that obviously the team that's on the field right now would not win in the playoffs, and that's that's a guarantee. Um, this team, I have to hope, will not be the team that's on the field. They're going to get a few huge pieces back, obviously, as you know, Rob Gronkowski and Julian Edelman Wait, both who? injured. Rob Gronkowski, have you heard? Oh, he's a, he's relatively new. He's he's broken uh, onto the scene this season. Yeah, yeah um, I think I'd recognize. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's sure. he's had an, a decent season so far, um, but he did get hurt. Uh, he doesn't usually get hurt, but he got hurt uh, this season. Uh, one of the first times in his career, he's had a big injury. Um, and so he is out right now, but, uh, <laughs> anyway, I think these, te- that was a sarcastic joke. Know, He's been it. hurt a lot. Um, so these two players are coming back in the playoffs and I think they're going to be fine. Uh, however, they've dropped out of home field. They've, uh, sorry, dropped out of first round by territory. They're right now the third seed in the AFC, uh, with that loss. They're in a three-way tie with Denver and Cincinnati, and they are third in that three-way tie. However, Denver and Cincinnati play each other once. And so one of them is guaranteed to lose that game barring a tie. Uh, and then also each of those two teams plays the Pittsburgh Steelers still on their schedule, who I think are a very strong team. So mm. I think the Patriots have every possibility of still getting back up to number one or number two seed, and I'm not worried about them for that reason. Super Bowl prediction, uh, I, oh, you wanna, I just, we'll one, go to the one, Bucks first. I have one thing to add about the Patriots. Um, after losing to Brock Os- Osweiler and then back-to-back Sam Bradford, I, I think it's a legit question. Do we see? Do the Patriots win another football game in our lifetime? Do that, they win again? You can't put me on the spot with a question that difficult. Um, with with those two embarrassing losses to such bad quarterbacks, you do know we what? think they win again? Will we see? Will we see Tom Brady get another win in our lifetime? I I I, I can't answer that question yet. You need to come back to me in a few weeks with that. I it might be over. Okay. We, we yeah, I think zero uh, sixteen is 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 likely next next season. I I can't answer that question yet, Steve. I'm sorry. Okay, we'll come back. All right. Um, so the Bucks are also storming, uh, but first we'll go with our Super Bowl predictions real quick. Uh, I am 
so so they are going to win again because uh, I'm picking them to win the Super Bowl. So the sorry, well, okay, I'm not picking the winner of the Super Bowl yet. I'm picking the Super Bowl matchup. We'll okay. pick the Super Bowl winner later because mm-hmm. uh, I'm a little bit iffy. But the Patriots are going to see the Arizona Cardinals in the Super Bowl this year. I like uh, that. The Panthers prediction. are not going. Panthers aren't going there, uh, especially since I believe the Panthers have a good shot to go 16 and 0 with their remaining schedule. They play the Atlanta Falcons twice. They play the New York Giants, who uh, who have shot themselves in the foot more times than Plaxico has. And Ooh, they, nice. And the and then the Bucks are the last team on schedule, and and I like the Bucks, but if the Panthers are going for undefeated, that's going to be it'll be interesting. So the Bucks might be playing for the playoffs, though. So either way, I think the Panthers are going to have an obviously impressive regular season, but I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. I think the Cardinals take them down. I also think the Cardinals are going to the Super Bowl. I think that team is too good. Carson Palmer is back from the dead. He is. How he was dead. He? he was dead. He was dead. He's back. Literally yeah. dead. I don't know um, how old he is. Right. He like complained himself off a few different teams and got to the Cardinals, which he loves. Um, and I want to say versus the Bucks, but I don't know if they'll make the playoff. So um, they could not face the Bucks in the Super Bowl. So, oh yeah, right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I- I'm going to reserve judgment. Okay. I'm going to reserve judgment. I-, I think the I think the Panthers are legit, so I don't want to put them in. I don't know. They couldn't face the Panthers. I know. Either. I know. I know. That's why I'm like I I wasn't prepared for this question. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but I do believe you got your NFC Super Bowl prediction. I do, and you hold your judgment on the AFC. I do hold my that judgment is fine on AFC. because you don't want to pick the Pats. Because that's fine. Want- <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Can you tell? Is that obvious? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so that uh, that'll do it for the NFL. Again, uh, we'll have a lot more to talk about coming up uh, in future weeks. So we'll stick with the NFL with the Super Bowl, except we're not going to talk about the teams in it anymore. We're going to talk about the halftime show. I love so, it. Steve, you can go ahead first on this Coldplay announced as the halftime show, and I just heard you say you love it. Well, I have I have a request. While sure. we talk about the halftime show, can we have clocks going on in the background? Sure, I'll put Dun-dun. it on right now. Well, you can put it on afterwards, I'll, put it on but after. I'll just pretend it's on. Right? I'll dub it in afterwards, right? yeah. Now. Boom. It's um, on now. It's a very safe pick. I'm surprised they haven't been picked before. I'm surprised it wasn't Justin Bieber. I'm surprised it wasn't Adele, someone who's super hot right now and, and like kind of you can't turn on the radio without hearing that, those songs back to back. Um Coldplay's good. Everyone loves Coldplay. Every girl I talk to is real excited. Every guy I talk to is real mad about it, um, which has kind of been every halftime show for the past few years now. Um, so I think they're, they're, they found their halftime audience, which is people who don't really want to watch most of the game but right. would stick around for the halftime. Um, I like Coldplay. They, they never make a bad song. Um, I, I could use a good cry at halftime. I could. Yeah, you know, I don't know how I feel about this. I uh, am a little bit conflicted. I think I generally tend to like something more upbeat, poppy, performance-worthy type of, of music. Um, but at the same time, you're right. They're they're going for a specific audience. They don't really care what I think because I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> they so don't uh, they, they really don't care what I think or, or anybody like me thinks. You're almost uh, the exact opposite they, I, of who they're trying to please. I think we both are. I yeah. think and I think a lot of everybody who's going to watch the Super Bowl, regardless. So the, the perfect example, I Anyone think... Anyone who has ever played DraftKings, is not, they, they want the opposite of that yes, person. Yes, exactly. Especially yeah. if DraftKings is still operational during the Super Bowl because okay. everybody everybody who plays DraftKings will be on there as well. Yeah. The perfect example was a few years ago when the Niners and the Ravens played and Beyonce was the was the halftime show. I can't tell you how many people I knew that year that, that, were, that literally did not have any interest in the game, but they all watched it because of the halftime show. And that's exactly the audience they're looking for with these picks. So... Uh, while it might not appeal to all the football fans, I think I understand the decision. I do have a fun fact because I looked up uh, some information on the Coldplay announcement and I found out that Coldplay was a finalist last year. I don't know if you knew that. They were one of the final candidates to get the halftime show last year. 
uh, when Katy Perry, I believe, is the one who landed Katie it. Katy Perry was, was a hot show. But I do have a fun fact about the candidates for that show last year. Hit us. I found out that there was a movement among fans to get Weird Al Yankovic to be the halftime show performer last year. And it got a decent amount of, of uh, traction, which I didn't even know that he was still producing songs. But he, re- he released an album last year around the time of the Super Bowl. And his fans tried to get him to be the halftime show performer. The NFL would to promote never that allow that. They never, would never, never allow never, that. Never, ever, ever. But it supposedly gained a lot years. of fan, fan support. So that was interesting. I would I love it. I would love it. So any other thoughts on the Super Bowl halftime show? Um, thumbs medium. Thumbs medium. That's what I get. I, I'm with that. Yeah. Okay. Last topic of the first quarter. We have David Price. Going to the Boston Red Sox on a seven-year, $217 million contract. Uh, David Price used to be near and dear to your Tampa Bay Rays. We know you love the Tampa Bay Rays. I do love the Tampa Bay Rays. And uh, what do you think about the amount of money he's making? We have a little bit of a nugget for you here. So I'll I'll drop this one because it's my turn to talk. Um, David Price will be making a day per day $84,931. That's including Saturday and Sundays. That's include that's including the off season. That is every single day he wakes up when he plays golf, he's making $85,000 that day. Um so it's obviously the highest contract in baseball history. Um it is an insane amount of money. I think it's more than um someone said it's more than what the Cubs and the Sox combined offered Lester when they first offered him uh his, his contract but when he was going to leave. Um, I will say this. I do love David Price. He was on the Rays for about five years and, until the Classic. He got too he got too good, and the Rays couldn't keep him, so someone good picked him up, um, and he gets tossed around. But he's an excellent person. He's an excellent locker room guy. I know that's like a stupid uh, fact or a, a stupid tidbit, but he really is. Like He, he, he basically raised those young pitchers. He, he a an excellent pitcher. He's an unbelievable. What was his record last year? Eighteen and something like eighteen and uh, eighteen three, and ten, maybe. 18 and 10. Or, I don't yeah, know. So. Either way, he's a stud pitcher and he's a great person. He has a really funny dog named Astro that he brings everywhere and becomes like a fan favorite no matter where he goes. Um, so he's a great pickup. I, I'm sad to see him go to the Sox because I, I don't want to root for the Sox, but I will root for David Price. He's a great person, great pitcher. Way overpaid. So everyone uh, in baseball is so, overpaid, but that is insane. So I just pulled up a few stats for you, actually, um, just because I find these interesting. So he is actually not the largest contract in baseball history. And, really? Uh, some of these numbers are a bit staggering, so I just want to go through them before we move on. So some of the notable ones: Giancarlo Stanton, thirteen years, three hundred twenty-five million dollars. Oh yeah. Uh, didn't know that, but again, that's less per year than David Price. David Price is up there with all of these for per year. Um, it looks like, uh, yeah. Let's see. So. Uh, Miguel Cabrera, uh, eight years, two hundred forty-eight million. That's the same per year as David Price, uh, just an extra year at thirty-one yeah. million dollars. So uh, a lot of staggering numbers, and they also have the per game uh, number. So David Price makes one hundred ninety-one thousand three hundred fifty-eight dollars per game. Did you look up the per pitch on his average? No. It's some. It's like over a hundred something dollars per pitch. Like every time he throws a yeah. pitch, he's like cha-ching, it's- like home run, <laughs> cha-ching. Like doesn't matter. Underhand. Cha-ching. It's it's pretty insane. But anyway, my my overall thoughts on it. I think that uh, I at first was a little bit hesitant about the contract, but I've come to realize that this is free money for the Red Sox and teams like that. They mm-hmm. they can afford this as long as they don't have too many of these contracts. So for right now, I think it makes them a better team. I know it makes them a better team, uh, and they might regret it in year six or seven of this deal. But that's not what they're concerned about right now. And I guess it's the way you have to operate. My one question for you, my one question for you is: Is this the the piece that the Sox need? Like, did they mm. need to go out and get? one of the the top free agents in baseball or do they need to kind of build something from the ground up because i feel like they don't have a ton so the, of pieces so to build around him 
They're just and he plays one once every five games. They still so. have a lot of young pieces and they need more. They don't have enough yet. Their their rotation isn't where it needs to be yet with David Price. But he but I will say they did need it. And I think that uh, I think I think a team like the Red Sox in in a sport like baseball with the way the market works and the way the salaries work. The Red Sox cannot be a fully free agent signing team the way that they tried to be when they signed, you know, Carl Crawford and yes. uh, and Gonzalez and those guys Carl. Uh, spending tons of money on them. They can't be an all free agent team and they can't be an all farm team. They, ha- they have the money. They need to be a mix. And I think that this is the mix they need to be. They need to go sign a guy like this, but they can't get rid of all their prospects to go get uh, like uh I mean, I can't think of an example of, of pitchers on the trade market, but they can't go just mortgage the future and then get a bunch of these guys like David Price. So I think. I think it's the right step in the direction, but to answer your question, no, I don't think it's the piece that puts them over the top right now. Okay. Good. All right. First quarter is over, and now we will move into the second quarter. So uh, what's happening here is that we have- <laughs> This is going to be good. We have this is something, be real something good. developing. Um, we have quite a battle that's going to happen here, and it is a rap battle. So let me uh, get a little bit of the audio straightened out here, uh, and we will get started so well, what you're exp- about to hear, explain, explain. what you're about to hear is that uh, there's a, so there's an app called RapChat. Okay, we're breaking this to you because not many people know about this app. Um, it's an extremely enjoyable app for that you, that you and your friends can download. And oh, I think yeah. uh, in future episodes, we're actually going to encourage you to send in us some raps so that we can play them on the air. And and I think that's going to be a nice little thing. We could even get a tournament going at some point among our listeners. A rap I think. tournament. A rap there? tournament. Uh, rapping at at each other. You know, I think maybe. this can happen. Uh, anyway, maybe. so first we're going to play. My rap uh, at Steve, and we have not heard each other's. We raps. haven't heard each other's raps. I've heard no. my own. Steve's heard his own, I've obviously. Own. Uh, and so we haven't heard each other's raps. So Steve is going to hear my rap. Uh, then he'll pick himself up off the floor and hopefully <laughs> gather himself to be able to uh, listen to his own rap. He played Play at me. your stupid rap and get so, it over with, so uh, we can so, so everyone can so, hear my rap. So we will get to the main event now. Uh, here will here is my rap. The world debut. Uh, starting first, the world debut. Uh, of rap chat. Oh battles. god, this is gonna be terrible, everyone. So bad. Derek's is so bad. Oh, Stevie Wonder. You can't even see this coming, son. I live with the biggest nerd in the world. Steve ain't slinging it, he throws like a girl. Unlike Jameis, yeah, he loves famous Jameis, but Steve ain't to blame. It's a fact, he's the lamest. Oh, Thanksgiving and Christmas are so much alike. What a dumb take. Can you get anything right? Sad to see you aging. Big 24. Six beers never used to put you on the floor. Tampa Bay teams. What a sad thing. If y'all need some bling, we might have a spare ring. Steven always yelling, let's go Stamkos. You think you're winning soon, but you ain't even damn close. Hey Steve, want to come to the bar with us? No thanks, I gotta eat my chips and hummus, bruh. He's so obsessed with watching movie trailers. His clothes stink, he's airing them out like Baylor. Talking smack before the battle, silly Steve. Called himself Tupac, which I just can't believe. Is this dude serious? What a damn joke. I think he might have had one too many Jack and Cokes. You know, Steve, I almost feel bad for you. You picked this fight, you knew what I had to do. What a beatdown, surprised you're still standing. Choked in crunch time, I'ma call you Peyton Manning. Oh, man. Looks like I gotta do the podcast on my own now. Steve's dead. R.I.P. Oh, man. Derek, you brought the heat. (laughs) That was better than I was expecting, but still so bad. Oh, it's still so bad. Boy, do I have something for you. All right, here's part two of the rap battle. Steve going at me. Uh, Let's go. About to rap it, Derek. Get off me. I'm the host. You're the co-host. 
Uh. Time to rap at my co-host Derek. Now give me that mic, cause I ain't gonna share it. Derek, I must say, your voice is crap. Catch you in the Pats locker room, sniffing Brady's jock strap. Your boy Brady wears Uggs, Poppy is a cheater. Now take a seat, cause Derek, I'm the new leader. There's nothing worse than that troll Belichick. There's only one dude uglier, that's Kelly Olenek. You strut around like the host of the show. But everybody knows you ain't got my flow. You already know the show's nothing without me. Cause I'm the boss of Derek and Steve. Let's go. Let's oh. go. See you later, Derek. <laughs> oh boy, that was good. That was good. Um and you should check your text because I actually uh I just had uh sent you a little something. Oh, we got an encore. We got an encore. This is this is unexpected encore coming uh, this up. Is, this is from uh, surprise surprise rap. His name's K Dog. We may have to bleep stuff out. <laughs> Seriously, we're gonna bleep okay. a lot of this out. But this is what all right. Is it. Here we go. Uh, this rap chat brought to you by DerekandSteve.com. Let's do it. So I got a friend, Derek, and he likes the podcast. You'll find him in the north end licking some. The first thing you see on the website name, because the girls always say he's the first to <laughs> On Sunday, you know the Pats are his pick, and every time they score, he's <laughs> his Haha, <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was going to say right there, didn't you? Uh, the podcast ain't got no ass because he ain't getting paid. And what sucks for Derek? Haha, <laughs> Steve's the one getting Uh, DerekandSteve.com. Man, Derek, and he's a Bucks fan. Getting more tail than you ever can. Your podcast puts everyone to sleep, but that's okay because I just killed it with the rap chat of the week. <laughs> oh goodness, that was phenomenal. Yeah, so that was a surprise so that, rap. That was a surprise rap from uh, one of our future surprise guests, who I'll uh, leave uh, unnamed, unnamed for now. Unnamed for correct. now. Um, <laughs> K Dog, and probably it, forever. K Dog. Um, but also, you should probably check. Uh, you should probably check your texts. Oh boy! You should probably check uh, your text. So he there. called in the arsenal. Okay, you we just got another one. You should just play that one. Lolo on the track, yeah. My boy, he he a really good guy. Always on time for that night to fight. He got everything that he need in the world. Set one thing, yeah, he need a girl. Ho, him. He kinda cute. Could be the one going home with you. I don't know. I'm kinda shy. Always end up with them t guys. And hold up. Is he okay? That's when I knew she better look away. I should've mentioned. That boy can't dance. Looking like he got Dookie in his pants. <laughs> Dookie, Dookie in his pants. 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 Alright. Dookie in his pants. Dookie in his pants. Alright. There's one more, Derek. There's one more. But I, I don't I don't have hold on. Dude, I, gotta, I sent you three. He did it. He knew he couldn't take me on his own. He uh he called in the cavalry. It was too easy. I said I'm making a rap and everyone was like, Can I rap it, Derek? Yeah, <laughs> here we go, one more. Better watch out, Derek. I'm coming for you. Boy! Yo, I'm waking up. 
Stretching and yawning Gotta tune in cause it's Tuesday morning Derek and Steve, I think Steve should be first Cause Steve rocks and Derek's the worst Man, Derek's got me snoring His jokes suck, his voice is hella boring I'm being honest, I think you should quit, man you're in Boston. You're really from wit, man. Walk in your room, man, there's posters of Brady. During the games, you're screaming like a lady. You like the Celtic socks and the Pats. Steve likes beer and girls with big racks. Steve's the real host. Call him Alex Trebek. You're a <laughs> like Kelly Olenek. So go ahead and give Steve the mic. Because that's what the people like. <laughs> All right. Uh, wow. Wow. I don't. I don't know. Uh, a total onslaught. That was an on. That was an ambush. So, <laughs> uh, so the good thing is that now, uh, now my team knows what rap chat is because I I was saving rap chat for the for the podcast. So I think we'll have to have a round two at some point uh, coming up. And we can uh, we can we can let this battle continue. I think because I, I think was, it's uh, over. I was, I mean, I was I a think, little caught off guard. I think it's over by, uh, by getting six raps thrown at me. So six. Uh, you had three raps. So there, there was five there. But uh, all right. So that was good. That was good. I, that was. Do you need uh, to take a breather? That was. Uh, I don't need a breather. Do you need a break? I, I, I don't need a breather. I can, I can handle going. it. I can handle I, the show. I can handle it as well. I okay. can do it. I okay. can do it. Um, He's gonna be a little rattled. So, so please. Uh, everyone, bear with Derek for the rest of the show. <laughs> He's gonna be stumbling over his words. Uh, yeah, I'll be stumbling. He can't a lot. really. He can't I'll be see straight. A lot. I. What's the score? I can't. Can't see it. He's out. Um. Definitely. Concussion, definitely, concussion definitely, protocol. De- yeah. Concussion code. Yeah. Protocol is oh, coming no. on me. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um. Okay. So, uh, rap battle has ensued. Uh, with a bit of a surprise there, <laughs> and uh, and and hey, uh, I lost that one with uh, it was like uh. It's like if you sent one player out on the field against <laughs> against six, that's what that's what would happen. So uh, couldn't come out on top, uh, but you always pick yourself up and move on. The, so odd, that's the odds what, weren't in your favor. The odds were not in my favor uh, for that one. So uh, hope you guys liked it. Rap Chat is the app that you should all download, and uh, some of my team could start going at Steve for the next time, and mm. we can uh, we can get some of those going because we got plenty uh, left in the tank for that one. So. <laughs> Uh, and we'll have, to, and you probably heard some very censored raps there. So hopefully, yeah. some of the rhymes might we're, not have made sense to you. But we're definitely uh, <laughs> gonna have, use your imagination. Use your imagination for all of those. So uh, that should be good. Yeah. All right, successful first rap battle. I think. Oh my gosh! Uh, third quarter that was is my over. Favorite. Third quarter is over. Now I see why he made me wait, made my rap go first uh, because but, he had he had that plan. So out. I was like, it could have been super easy. Derek was like, oh, why don't you just send it to me? I was like, no, 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 no. Let me like, <laughs> we'll just do it on. We'll just make it like I'll play it right when it happens. Like it, we'll get a live reaction. He's like, just send it to me. I won't listen to it. I was like, no, 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 no. I got it. I got it. <laughs> so that's how it happened. So very. Did, did you suspect it at all? I didn't suspect a single other rap. No. Okay. Good. No, not at all. I I K dogs. I could kindly expect a little bit. Uh, none of the other ones. So, um, but, so wow, that that Dookie was good. In his that pants. was good. Good move, Dookie, Dookie in his in pants. His Great pants. line, Dookie excellent line there. Um, Dookie in his pants. All right, and now moving to the third quarter, we have another special segment for you. So last week we had the cereal spoof. Uh, shout out to Rich Homie Frog for the idea on that. Very good idea, and uh, well executed, a lot of good, Derek. A lot of good feedback on that. Uh, so this week we have another special segment, and it is our first guest of the podcast so enjoy another spoof another spoof on uh, a popular espn show and we'll be back in just a few minutes with the fourth quarter after this third quarter
The authorities have spoken in saying that a hot dog is not a sandwich. How might this affect the sausages that remain on the fence? Oreos. One of the fan favorite snacks out there, but one superstar believes you should be soaking them in water? And a big performance last night by the pumpkin pie for a family celebrating Thanksgiving late. Bob Lee goes outside the lines to see how this treat has maintained its dominance for so long. All this and more coming up next on Snack Center. And welcome everybody. I'm Derek Robinson alongside Steve Nicholas and welcome to Snack Center. A lot of action to get to in the culinary world, but first, as always, we're joined by the infamous Chef Bop from the South End. Chef Bop, world-renowned snack insider here with us today to share her holiday snack power rankings. Chef Bop, how does this year's lineup compare with the strong contenders we've seen in the past? Well, Steve, it's really been a pleasure to be here. And kicking off the holiday snack power rankings, we have the Christmas Cupcakes. As we all know, Christmas cookies, usual playoff contenders this time of year, are going through a major slump. Really, it's embarrassing. They've given way for this surprising underdog to swoop in. Why, you ask? Frosting. I'm telling you, this frosting is about to become a superstar in this league. Not too flashy yet. A lot they still need to work on, but the cupcakes can hang with the best of them. You have to remember, with the amount of Christmas swag this team has, they're the perfect decorations to root for on your table. Agreed. Frosting, a bit of a hothead in college, but still a big off-season pickup for cupcakes. I am interested to see how they interact in the locker room and see if this dish can mesh on the field. And at number four, instead of stale houses, men, and those underperforming gummy dots that stick to the roof of your mouth, we're satisfying your gingerbread craving with an inspired cheesecake dip instead. This super fast and easy mid-major is how you combine salty and sweet with a powerful offense and a suffocating defense. Service this with wheat thins, pretzels, graham crackers, and even the most surprising off-season pickup, the spoon. These put the gingerbread cheesecake dip as the fringe playoff team. Chef, there's nothing quite like a sneaky mid-major to root for at this time of year, and I love the direction that this gingerbread cheesecake dip is headed. I, I really can't wait to see them in action. Coming in at a respectable third place, homemade Oreos have been a dominant favorite each season that's competed. One could even say this is the next potential dynasty. But let me tell you what set these particular guys apart. It's the huge bench presence of the crushed peppermint candy canes. They've really carried the vanilla cream to become Milk's powerhouse cookie meets Christmas. Make sure you save some of these for Santa, you filthy animals. Chef Bop, I will have to agree with you here. Oreos had a nice season last year. We'll have to see if they're a one-and-done type team. Peppermint is coming back from a devastating ACL tear. I think how it recovers could be the difference this year. And at number two, I couldn't forget about my Old Testament haters. This is our runner-up spot, but I personally consider classic potato latkes a high-impact player. This season, it's really developed even sweeter than ever. I mean, what screams Judaism more than Mexican chocolate? You may not think that spuds and cocoa go together, but people said the same thing about Jordan and Pippin. If you're still not convinced, slab a generous amount of cinnamon whipped cream on top and come talk to me in June. You know, Chef, we've seen a lot of great dynamic duos over the years, and 
I'm going to go out on a limb and say that these two, the Chocolate and the Latkes, might have the best chemistry of any duo I've seen. They, they went to college together. Their families are close. These guys are on the same page. Absolutely electric duo. It reminds me a little bit of fruit and yogurt in the 90s. Uh, Tony Kornheiser joins us from the set of PTI. Tony, do you agree? Well, Mike, Mike and I have the built-in advantage that we've been sports writers at the, when we first started for almost 30 years, and now it would be a million <laughs> years. And we got all these things imprinted in, on our brains, but at some point, it becomes like the fruit in the yogurt. Absolutely, Tony. I agree with you. Uh, so, Chef, will continue with the rankings. All right. And last but not least, when the game is on the line, who else would you want out there than the triple chocolate peppermint trifle? It's the goat of all Christmas trees. And obviously, steals our number one spot on the holiday snack power rankings. Layers and layers of this decadent goodness are stacked on top of one another to create one unforgettable and cohesive lineup. Again, peppermint adds that real critical veteran presence. You team that with white chocolate mousse, milk chocolate pudding, and a chocolate liqueur-soaked cake, and you have a yuletide squad that can really make a championship run. And guys, I'm normally not a betting woman, but I'm saying this right here on Snack Center. I think this dessert can go undefeated and break the chocolate chip cookies long-standing record. Wow, bold prediction, Chef Bop. Trifles dethroning chocolate chip cookies. You heard it here second on Snack Center with these predictions. I'm sure America is ready to get the holiday snack season started and crown a new champ. Absolutely, that's a shocker. New champs are always exciting. Well... Thanks again to Chef Bob for joining us and breaking down your favorite holiday treats this season. She'll be back throughout the season for more great stuff. Chef, thanks, thanks. again for the time. Thanks, guys. Good to be here. And up next, after the break, Joey Chestnut speaks out about hot dogs not being sandwiches. And let me give you a hint. He is not happy next on Snack Center. All right. So moving to the fourth quarter, uh, we'll make this one quick because we ran a little bit over on that segment. So uh, <laughs> questions from the fans. So we do have one question that was submitted oh, I love uh, from last week. So I will pull that one up right now. And it is from one of our favorite listeners uh, from all genres of our uh, podcast history, which is Chris McLaughlin. Maybe maybe the funniest question I've because a little background, Chris McLaughlin. <laughs> has always been a fan of the podcast. He would listen. He would, whether whether whatever guest was on, he would always call in. And there was a, a female basketball player named Carrie Shields who we interviewed, who Nate and I interviewed one time. Um, and she she was attractive, but um, he had this crazy crush on her. And he called in. He called in when she was there like, hey, Carrie, like, Jeff, just have a question, asking for a friend. And he would ask like some stupid question. And then every single episode for probably two or three years would call in and he'd say, hi, yes, this question's for Kara Shields. And then he would ask the question, and it would just be me and Nate in the room. It was so funny. <laughs> and so funny. so that has happened again, uh, <laughs> as Kara Shields is in no way connected with this podcast. We, yet. yet. Not yet. Not yet. yet uh, so far. But uh, here's Chris's question. So Written out via email. Written via our website, DerekAndSteve.com, yep. uh, which maybe have to be changed soon because uh, there's a lot of fan reaction to Derek's name being first. Um <laughs> Hi, this question is for Kerry Shields. Uh, Kerry, given the recent decline in Boston College's offense, yet rise in defensive capabilities, do you ever foresee a time when BC will win games based purely on safeties? Asking for a friend. <laughs> so, so, Steve? The asking for a friend is... I would, I would much rather analyze the email the question, they, than, than the actual question the, of... BC will never win a game. So, let's, they, yeah, exactly. yeah, so the question's out the window. The answer to that question is... They will lose three to two. They'll score a safety, but they'll always give up a field goal because BC can't win a football game. So, right, right. 
So there, so the, the the baseline of the question is: Will we win games based purely on safeties? We will get safeties, but we won't win games. That's Correct. the answer. We, so we back to Chris. Yeah. Real quick, you have more to analyze on Chris's uh, approach here. I would just like to say that this joke, although it seems very simple, is about five years in the making. This email, the hello, this is I'm I'm calling or this question's for Carrie Shields. Usually he'd call in. This is via text, so he wrote this out, and then the asked a very normal question about football, which she would not be answering because she's a basketball player, and you'd be asking her a basketball question, and then ended it with. Asking for a friend. <laughs> like it was a funny, like nervous question. Like, oh, sorry. Just asking for a friend. Bye. Um, kudos to Chris for the question. We want all we your need, questions. We need more like Chris out there. Everybody uh, submit your questions on here because you guys are the ones listening. It's going to be a lot funnier and, and more enjoyable for you if we're talking about what you want us to talk about. So yeah. submit your questions. We'll have an even bigger section. We can have a whole quarter devoted to the fan questions um, the more we get. So please don't be shy. Go on there and submit your questions and we can talk about them and we can have fun with them. So uh, that's the questions from the fans. Uh, keep them coming there. Uh, three more topics in the fourth quarter. Quickly, uh, Rudolph, Steve, I'll give it to you because we right. talked about it last week. Rudolph. A little bit of trouble here, but yep. go for it. No trouble. Just uh, we're st- it's still in development. Um, I-, I would pencil in the 19th, like we said. Nothing has really changed from that regard, the 19th at night. Um, we're still debating whether it's going to be at a house and or, or a bar. Um, so we're still debating that. Um, it's, we're leaning towards house party just because we're running out of time for a bar. Um, and it gives us a better chance to host. It'll just be a more close-knit event. But the Rager will happen. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Rager, sixth annual, will happen this year. Be Get excited, 19th. All right, there we go, 19th. Uh, I'm also excited for that one as well. I have nothing much to add because we're still in the development stages of that. So uh, definitely check back in again. But again, like we told you last week, uh, pencil in the 19th for the most fun you're ever going to have in your entire life. Okay, <laughs> so uh, flag football season preview. Uh, this is a topic relevant to us. And some of our listeners, we've got a big flag football season coming up. We won't go into too much detail because the season hasn't started yet. But, uh, Steve, I'm going to look for predictions from you. Mm-hmm. Seven games. we got uh, 12 players. It's uh, seven guys and five mm-hmm. girls. It's a co-ed league. Uh, Chef Bob, who was on earlier, is on the team. Yep. Uh, as well as several other people that I know are listening. And we're looking for your predictions. So uh, there are some people that uh, that that wrapped pretty hard at me that are going to be on our schedule as well <laughs> that we're going to be facing. Yes. I won't name names because we don't name names here. Correct. Um, but they have upped the intensity with that. Uh, if I'm, that, if I happen to be on the field against them, I did that on purpose to get you to get me up riled up. Season. And that's, that's, I can't thank you enough for that. So, uh, predictions, seven games. What is our, seven what's our games. season going like? Um, so, I'm going to hold off on doing win-loss record, but mm-hmm. I will say we have an interesting team. I've never done co-ed football in, in, in an intense right. manner. Um, I think our girls are going to be much better than a lot of the girls out there. We have I agree. A, a lot of athletes on the field. Um, I'm still waiting to see if it's like you show up and the dudes are like really mean to the chicks and just like tell them what to do and cut, like don't let yeah. them actually play, yeah. or if it's kind of fun and just enjoyable and best team wins, whatever. Um, if it's the dudes basically taking over the game, I think we're in trouble um, because I think our strength is going to be the girls beating the girls. Um, we have a pretty small team. We don't have a lot of size wise, size wise. Yeah. yeah. Um, and a lot of players to rotate in. So I don't know how it's going to go, but I think our team is going to be good overall. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to score a ton of touchdowns. Mm, 
four and three. Okay, I'll, I'll go seven and zero. Oh. Um, we're <laughs> going to uh, have a huge season. Uh, I've been hearing through the grapevine that the uh, female captain of our opponent in week two is really a terrible captain. Terrible. Um, doesn't know Wolf. how to run a football team. Barf. So, uh, you know, n- not bad at rapping, but not good at football at all. So, um, I think that'll be an easy win. I think that our other six games will be difficult wins, but I think that are all, they're all going to be wins. That's so, true. Uh, seven and zero, oh, and then we'll see how it goes in the playoffs. But I like our chances to win. I like that. And our our team name. Because I'm so mad about the, the bandits. Yep. The oh yes yes the uh, the, the bandits. bandits. <laughs> That's our um, team name. The bandits. Um, and we're gonna be wearing bandanas we'll on our face because it's bandanas cool. on our face because it's yeah. And our color is neon pink, which is kind of which is pretty swaggy. It's sort it's pretty of. Good. It's not Breast Cancer Awareness Month anymore, but we can pretend it is. Neon pink was swaggy like five or six years ago, right? And it's not anymore, but but we'll, it's, it will be because we're wearing it. So sure. we're bringing uh, it back. But the team that I was referring to uh, is not gonna be swaggy at all, so it's fine. Correct. Um, okay. Last item. Uh, this is a little quick challenge for you that I don't even know if I prepared you for. But I, I was not ready for this. This question. is your Boston Christmas list. So this is not a realistic Christmas list item, but this is one thing that you wish for in Boston hmm. for Christmas. And it, it's whatever you want. It's not an item. It's not a tangible thing. It's It can be unrealistic. It can be that it's always sunny. It can be that it never oh. snows. It can be whatever you want it to be. So what is your one wish? Well, unrealistically, my wish would be that it's, uh, it's always sunny and never snows because I think that's... Okay. I mean, that's my biggest... like. You can go with that. De- deterrent from Boston is that it gets so cold for so long. Um, but realistically, um, I think we need either a happy hour or we need um, bars to be open later or we need something to like get the young people active again. Like you can walk, like we, I work downtown with Rob and it, you leave it at five or six o'clock and it is dead. Like there's no one out getting drink. Everyone just goes home because they have no reason to stay out. Like they'd, they'd rather go home and then pay $15 for one beer and then go home. So yep. I think happy hour or, or um, any sort of like drink deals or like the bars open later, something to get the, the young crowd back into like the bar scene. I, I can be down with that. I think that's a good idea. So I'll also give you an unrealistic and a realistic one, one unrealistic related to weather. Mine's not like yours. I don't want it to be sunny all the time. Uh, my wish uh, for the weather related one is that the four seasons of Boston would all be exactly three months each. I don't hate that. And so there would be no confusion. We would have summer for three months. We would have spring for three months. We would have fall for three months. We would have winter for three months. And that way, we still get everything the way that I love it here, except uh, we wouldn't be getting ready for baseball season and have to shovel the driveway. So Three months of winter is still a lot of winter. That is fine with me. It Ugh. is fine with me. Um, because right now, Ugh. winter weather for all intents and purposes starts in November, but we're still going skiing in March. And so that's five months of winter. So for me, three months of winter... Uh, December, January, February, or however you want to do it. That's probably what I would do. I'd probably do December, January, February. That's your unrealistic one? That's my unrealistic winter because then spring would be March, April, May, and then June would be uh, I get summer. It. Would I be get June, it. July. We get it. Do you know, the month? you know all 12 of them? Really? <laughs> Just... Okay. Awesome. Um, so that's it. Uh, that's our Christmas list. So, Wait, what's um, your realistic one? Oh, sorry. I didn't say that. My realistic one would be for the uh, kind of like yours with being able to get around and the nightlife and everything. I wish that we had a, a transportation system that was... Along with the world class cities that that have great transportation systems to be able to get anywhere, even mediocre. We're we're trying to plan our Rudolph party, and and the fact that you'd have to take a train to get to one of these potential venues is an absolute deal breaker, and it shouldn't be because we live in a great city that should have better transportation. So correct, or that there would be never any traffic. I'd be fine with that too. Okay, (laughs) time to move to the final drive. So, Steve, Mm -hmm. do you want to go first or second in the final drive? Um, I'll go first because mine's not that good. Okay, great. Yeah, are we gonna play music too? We'll put music on whatever song you want right now. Now, yep. Um, so my final drive, and I didn't prepare for this either, I picked this right before we started, is the Johnny Manziel Browns Circus. Um, I don't know what they're doing. 
you, you either got to cut him or you got to let him play. You can't just say, oh, you went partying, but our other quarterbacks really suck, so I guess we'll give you another shot. Like They are being so inconsistent. He's still young. He could be a great quarterback. If you put the parting aside and let him be quarterback, do that. If you don't put the parting aside and bench him, do that. But don't do both. He's, he's this quarterback who has a lot of potential, and you're sitting him, or he's this party kid who could be a good quarterback, whatever. Like You need to make a decision. It's ruining the franchise. Uh, all the, the memes and whatever of the Browns fans crying is the funniest things ever. If you haven't looked up like sad Browns fans on Google, do it ASAP because it's the funniest thing you'll see all week. Um, but, I mean, I'm so sick of the Johnny Manziel circus. Like, he's going to be, he's gonna throw picks. He's going to be a bad quarterback. He's a rookie. But make the decision whether you want to be a quarterback who just happens to have some off-field problems or a player going to bench because he has off-field problems. Done. Right. Ding. All right. Ding. There's the, there's the buzzer for Steve's final, uh, final drive. 60 seconds there. I don't know how close it was to 60, but we'll go with it. On the dot. My final drive. I warned you about it earlier. I said I was going to explain myself. I'm going to explain myself right now. Uh, the Warriors are going to lose on Friday night. It's, it's not in question. I don't know why people are debating this. The Celtics are the most equipped team in the NBA to beat the Warriors because they have the best on-ball defender in the NBA, which is Avery Bradley. He's the most suited to cover Steph Curry. He's the right size. He's the right speed. He's the right quickness. Uh, Steph Curry is going to shoot less than 50% from three uh, on Friday night, and I know people don't believe me and they think it's it's stupid, but he obviously is going to. And the Celtics are going to beat this team. Now, having said all that, if the Pacers somehow beat the Warriors on tonight, on Tuesday night, then the Warriors are going to crush the Celtics <laughs> after losing their first game. But if the Warriors come into Boston undefeated on Friday night, uh, plus the fact that I'll be there, and I have, I have extremely good luck with Boston sports games when I'm there. Yes. There's no doubt that the Celtics are going to beat the uh, the Golden State Warriors on Friday night. And to, that's that. It's, to, that's end, it. to end the show, do you want to make a bet? Yeah, let's make a bet. Ten bucks. Ten bucks that the Celtics... Well, like I said, it's only if the Warriors are undefeated. That's fine. If the Warriors are undefeated, Warriors are undefeated Celtics beat them. Ten dollars straight up. You're going to put ten up. bucks. And I get the straight up win. I get the Warriors to win. You get Celtics to win. Yes, ten bucks. Steve and I just shook hands. I know you can't see that. It's an audio-only podcast. but I've, I've uh, made him, I made him commit to it on the air. And I've committed on the air. $10. Uh, if the Warriors come into Boston undefeated on Friday night, the Celtics will win the game. $10. Straight up bet. That's easy money. That's all we got. For me. That's all we got. You heard it here first. You heard, that it, here you heard it here first. But you're, yeah, you heard it here second. It works with the title better. Okay. Yeah. Time to go. So, uh, the music's been playing for a while. We probably ran much overtime again, but you guys like it, I think. I think you said you liked it last week, so... Come back next week. Music's still going. Dookie we'll see you guys. Dookie, 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 Dookie in, in my pants. pants. I'll clean it up for next Dookie week, guys. In his pants. We'll see Dookie, you later. Dookie in his pants.